What's good, y'all? It's the Chronicles. We have our wonderful guest today. Hello. Oh, oh okay. What's going on, y'all? It's Erwin, you know. And per usual, it's Cam or whatever. And what's up, y'all? It's your boy Key. Right. So Sheridan out here doing her thing, share pins out vending today from the last time I talked to her. Shout so, out, shout out. Right. She's out here making money and we're sitting and doing a free podcast. So hey. <laughs> but welcome to us. Get your weekly dose of awareness from a high perspective. Um, y'all, this week, let's start with I want to start with the article you sent me, Erwin. Oh, okay. About Trump. No. You bet. So earlier this week, um, ran across a little interesting article. Hold on, let me pull it up. Um, it was talking about uh, Trump's administration was secretly obtaining uh, phone records and email records of a, uh, a CNN reporter, um, with, I believe during the, during the years of 2017. Um, and basically, uh, as I'm reading this article, is basically saying that they were they were attempting to out all of the uh, the people, well, journalists and reporters who were um, writing criticizing the Trump administration, mm-hmm. um, which is very interesting. Um, then it goes into detail saying that well, Obama's administration was doing it too, but they were doing it to prevent certain things from leaking out that they don't want the American people, American people to know. But Trump was attempting to like out these types of information about like, uh, you know, the people that don't fuck with Trump. Yeah. That's on some <laughs> damn communist shit. The com- like communist yeah. leader has like somebody saying things that they don't like about them. And so they're like, well, we gotta wipe that so clean. Exactly. And uh, they were saying how it's against the, uh, the first amendment. Um, and also it basically scares you know whistleblowers and shit from right. actually doing their job because it's like oh well if i if i write an article you know criticizing some some governor or like the, the president well shit I'm, my my personal email and phone records will be outed and all this this that and third so it's it's a scary thing to think about um especially being like a journalist or something i'm obviously i'm not a journalist but like if I was in that situation, I would, I would definitely second guess uh, actually doing my job to the fullest, knowing that the powers that be probably, you know, well, it's illegal, but still, yeah. Now they can do it legally, um, but you have to be subpoenaed and let, like, they have to let you know, like, hey, we finna do this, and you got to sign off on it. Yeah. But obviously, they didn't go through those. Those steps. You know, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That shit is wild. That's literally mm-hmm. somebody coming up on our podcast and telling us like we can't talk about this or that. Right. After seeing our emails of what we're gonna talk about mm-hmm. and how we feel about it. Exactly. Yeah, no, that shit is off-putting when you said to me, I was like, why am I not surprised as well? Especially CNN. Like they were every every other article from CNN. Yeah, that was anti-Trump. Yeah. Anti-Trump like a motherfucker. Um, let me get the reporter's name. It was Rebecca Starr, I mean, uh, Barbara Starr, I'm sorry, forgive me, Barbara Starr, uh, CNN Pentagon, she's a, specifically a CNN Pentagon correspondent. Mm-hmm. That shit's so messy, man. Yeah, it's messy as fuck. Like, why, why, why do you feel comfortable doing shit like this? Like, like, like what's the real reason behind it? Like, is it just because you're angry or do you really feel like 
um, they get to talk about you, so you want people to talk about them. But either way, it's like petty. Just that narcissistic, like, dictatorship mentality that homie had. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. uh, in the article, um, they also talked about, they did it to someone else who was uh, talking about one of Trump's buddies. Hold on, let me see. Um, that shit is just, that shit is super dangerous. It really this is. the same. Like, what happens? Can okay, you make their information public knowledge? They start getting death threats. Exactly. Sooner, sooner or later, someone figures out where they live. live. And, and that, he, he's and, got the access to that type of information. Oh, right. when he was in that, particularly when he was in that role and then just regularly because he's got fucking money. Mm-hmm. That shit is insane, man. Like, these are, these are the same. His base is the same type of people that was down the storm the capital. So imagine what they'll do if they had to address to some random reporter who was talking shit. Right, there would mm-hmm. definitely there would be some people to pull up. Yeah, they also I'll read this as well. The DOJ said that they also obtained, excuse me, um, that same type of information, emails and phone records from reporters from BuzzFeed, Politico, and the New York Times who had written stories about Russia. What? Mm-hmm. Yep. Man, we know how Russia feel about being talked about, and mm-hmm. now Trump feel about Russia being talked about with him involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, dirty. it was another person, the person I was talking about, uh, it was another reporter who criticized Devin Nunes uh, the, um, uh, of California. Let me see, what does he do? I don't know what he does, but yeah, he also got got. And Devin Nunes is a supporter of Trump as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> I like to keep thinking about when I first saw the article, just like journalism, journalists and in distress i couldn't help but think about like snowfall mm, and homegirl and how yeah. that shit ended for her and it's just like this is like the path that they could have been on like meeting up with somebody like oh we're talking trump and then it's like never heard from again yeah exactly like that shit is insane yeah but key, like you were saying if they're willing to insert the capital they're definitely willing to yeah pulling up on a damn journalist ain't shit if you're willing to pull up on fucking the capital building Right. Yeah. Which it seems like we will be having some investigations into that committee. We'll be investigating really? that. Yeah. The motherfuckers that was just like, nah, we So 35 House Republicans just like switched up on Mitch McConnell. So you know he's stressed because <laughs> they voted on Wednesday to support legislation to establish an independent commission to investigate the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. So it's going to go to the Senate now, which is kind of like, okay, we know that they've got a a lot of these Republican senators, their narrative is, you know, a lot of them are backing up this whole like election was fraud Mm -hmm. because, you know, they want to be reelected. That's what their base want to hear. Then they keep trying to pull out this BS excuse of like, well, we don't want people to be distracted by the 2020 election like we're going to maintain that it was fraudulent, but we don't want to talk about like this insurrection and having like Trump anti-Trump, you know, what is it, like, right. word vomit, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Part of, while we're campaigning and trying to ride his coattails to get us back to re-election so we can, you know, maybe switch some power systems and they'll get some power back. Mm-hmm. And I'm one happy that so many, which I mean, it's still a small group out of a large number of House Republicans, but like 35, then switched up and said, like, we need to at least investigate. 
Right. Even if they're not saying like he he was responsible for it or Trump was or anybody was, it just at least entails an investigation, like which is insane that it's even like why are we split down the line? Like the fact that people even think that that's not needed trips me out. Yeah, we're just gonna let people raid places and then be like, fuck it, it happened. Hey. I, don't want, I don't want it to be a distraction. Let's stop talking. Yeah. Right. We don't need to look into this at all, even though we know we've seen that there were like lawmakers <laughs> supporting this. You know, like you have people on the inside opening doors for people, right. and y'all don't. The fact that there's even people that are voting against, like, we should even just investigate it is appalling to me. Yeah. I think it's funny how, like, they were the whole time like they were afraid of like Antifa or some other group doing some wild shit. But the moment like their people do some wild shit, they just like nah. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. We got an electric coming up, guys. We don't want the voters to be distracted. They won't understand. I hate how feeble minded. If I was like part of that base of some of these people, I would feel offended by the shit that they'd be saying. Like, we're so stupid that, you know, we just can't handle hearing about this investigation and the fraudulent stuff that we won't be able to make rational decisions when we're voting. Right. Like, think about how you sound. Then it's like the I mean, commission. That's what they're serving us, though. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we ain't got no choice but to take it. Then it's like this commission would have 10 people on it and it would be split up half and half Dem and Republicans. So it's not even like they're trying to set these people up for failure. Like it's going to be, you know, all Democrats, we're going to investigate and you already know what's going to happen. Like they're like, no, we just need to like really as fucking leaders figure out what the fuck went wrong so it doesn't happen again. Them motherfuckers is just afraid that they're going to find out that somebody who isn't being talked about right now was a part of that shit. Mm-hmm. Somebody mm-hmm. important helped orchestrate that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't want that shit to come out. Then they don't want it to drag out until 2022, which it likely would. I mean, mm-hmm. we're just voting on it now, May 2021, about getting right. the commission. They still have to get it together and make everything happen. It would obviously drag out into 2022, which is like the main thing that they don't want. See, we was, we was talking about this on the last pod, man. This is part of the reason why I just wish I could live under old rules, man. We could just, we really would just be able to be like, we don't like what y'all doing. We about to drag y'all out. You know what I mean? Like mm. some, some people just need to get drug out of office. Just like, we're not going to do, we, we don't even yeah. say what would happen, but like it's essentially you've been fired. You know what I mean? We're not waiting till 2022. <laughs> you've been fired. We decide. We are the decider. So we're cool. Uh-oh. Kinda. <laughs> Kinda. We did a reverse coup. I'm sitting here like, oh. we did a, we did a, we did a reverse coup. Oh, I got you. you. Know I got saying? you. Yeah, a reverse coup. A reverse coup. That's what the Republican people that interacted thought they was doing. Nah, they was they was doing a regular coup right there. That was the bad coup. We're talking about a good coup. But of course you got the Republican senators on some like because we gotta focus on you know coronavirus and jobs. Like you got time can, to worry about that. Yeah, yeah, people can focus on fucking six different things at once and be okay. <laughs> Too much stuff. If that's the case, then go ahead and stop making me file my own taxes. You wanna take stuff off my Bruh. plate? Do that then. Bruh. <laughs> You know, there need to be like a version, like a political version of like a citizen's arrest, though. Like, 
Nah, I you know what I mean? Like, like we need there need to be like a special vote that we can be like, all right, these people are gone, and we just not gonna fill their positions until the next election. So the next go round. Mm. I think I think that needs to be a thing. <laughs> if, if we if we shoot down to the first coup, my last shit like a job, bro. Like yeah. you know how like you have annual reviews on jobs. Yeah. So like annually, it's like all right. So like this year wasn't your best. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> That's why like the American populace like we should be able like to like fuse together, just like all talk as one. That'll never yeah, happen. I know. We have these party systems. Yeah, and people just feel loyal to these parties for whatever fucking reason. Loyal, loyal. So that shit will be lovely. So I want to say next week we'll know for sure if it's because it's got to go to the senators. So next week we should know for sure if we're going to have this commission or I think they have another backup plan where it might be all Democrats. But the best one is just let's go with the original plan. Have a group of 10 people, both sides, and fucking investigate this shit. Mm-hmm. But we will keep y'all posted next week if this is going to be into fruition. Yeah, absolutely. But I was really interested at Key about what you were talking about with 1619. Oh, yeah, man. Um, in UNC. Nicole Hannah Jones is in the middle of some bullshit. You guys don't know, know. She's a journalist. She started the 1619 Project. Project. Um, that is pretty much her series of articles on chattel slavery, you know, and just how brutal that shit was and how that pretty much set up America to become the empire that it is today. Um, gained a lot of traction, a bunch of schools tried to add it into their curriculum. Um, that was met with some backlash here and there. Well, a lot of backlash, but a lot of places also, like in New York, not a problem. Yeah. Um, but she was off of that strength of her success. UNC offered her a prestigious position um, to be one of the um, heads of one of their journalism, journalism schools. And it's a tenured position. And because of who she is and because of everything that she represents, a bunch of conservative um, members of the board of trustees are pretty much like, if she were to get this job, it's not going to be tenured. And at first, UNC, they were kind of like, don't really know if we could do that. But sure enough, they gave her the job and it's not tenured. Um, Instead, it's a five-year contract that she served, that she assigned with them. She signed it. She's gonna accept yeah, the job. I mean, yeah, it's a good job. Yeah, but it's some bullshit that she's right. not tenured because every other person that has ever had that job has it's been tenured. tenured. That's a random question you may or may not know the answer to. Is she also like the first black woman to hold this position? Yes, she is. Yes, she is. And even going back to like the board of trustees, um, it's I want to say it was like sixty people, only all white men, only one black woman. Like it's literally like if it's sixty people, it's fifty nine white men, one black woman. Wow. Yeah. Let me ask you this: so the other the other people that have this same position that have tenure and everything, they I'm assuming they've been with the school for mm-hmm. X amount of years. Mm-hmm. So this person would just essentially be coming in and just automatically getting it. Mm-hmm. So it's like I understand it's a unique situation, but at the same time, like you already put that shit like 
and the uh, the right. offer letter. Exactly. Like, you know and, that, and that's the thing. Like, the, the person who had it before, like, the this position is normally an outside hire. Like, it's, mm. it's, okay. it's, it's not necessarily someone who has to rise up in the ranks of what the are we school. talking about? Exactly. Like, there's no real reason why she didn't get tenure other than the fact that these white people are mad that she's the slavery lady. Right. You know what I mean? Because, like, the last two months, sixteen, the sixteen nineteen program and project has been in the news, like in Tennessee and in Missouri, and uh, where is Mitch McConnell from? Mm. He's he's from Missouri, right? I think so. Where, where's Breonna Taylor from? Breonna Taylor, That's and... Kentucky, mm-hmm. Kentucky as well, Louisville, Louisville Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, those three states, they um, put some legislation in to like stop the mentioning of slavery. Like you can like opt out of like um, your kid being taught about certain aspects of systemic rate. Well, rate, you can't teach systemic racism in these uh, states and you can do an opt out on slavery. Um, Just to opt out on learning about the history of the oh God, people. Oh God, yes. Um, Don't want to so, get opting out. So, and all of this is because certain states have been including the 1619 project in their curriculum. So like this lady, um, how do I? Nicole. Nicole Hannah-Jones, she has been a lightning rod for controversy in the conservative circle for like the last two months. So like these motherfuckers are just pissed and they're doing whatever the fuck they can to make her life hard now. Mm -hmm. Haven't been saying nothing about the 1619 Project for real for in the last five years that it's existed, but because your child, your fucking grandchild might fucking actually learn this shit, now we got a problem. Wow. I just think it's wild that like you can just opt out of something. It was like, it was never offered the option to opt out of like learning like the Christopher Columbus shit and like all the other bullshit right. that we got to learn. <laughs> where was that opt out? Yeah, where was that opt out the, at, my nigga? Like, the, the, boy, the boy Mitch McConnell was like, the year 1619 is not an important year in American history. What a fucking idiot. He's out of Kentucky. Yeah. Okay. He just said it's not an important year. It's not important to I mean, it's what literally, that's the foundation of this country. It literally it how this country literally got. How, when it got started. It's probably the second most important date. Like, if we're really thinking about it. Right. The, the year we got a good job is essentially what 1619 is to America. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Exactly. Then get the fuck out of here, bro. Then it's like, I'm unsurprised that it being like Chapel Hill, that's down the street. Right. I feel like that's just like a problematic. Yeah. Area. Yeah. Did they have some statues? Were they part of like the statues being taken down? Yeah, like, yeah, it was. yeah, it's like y'all need to grow grow up here and learn about what the fuck really went down because we've had to live through it. You just learning about it. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't see. Bro, this is just like a, a thing. Like these motherfuckers feel like their way of life is being threatened. You know Big time. Yeah. Big so, time. That's what it is. Yeah. That's all it is. Big time. They don't want they don't want their grandkids, you know, questioning their privilege, their whatever the fuck, questioning anything. Right. So it's like, nah, we opting out of this. We want them to to feel how we feel about the world and the way it's ran and shit like that. It's like, I mean, I'm not surprised, but I ain't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. Um, 
there has been a bunch of supporters of her, like other uh, faculty members who have tenure mm-hmm. and have spoken out in support of her saying that she deserves it or whatever. And then there has been um, a bunch of people writing the board of trustees. Like uh, if you go to their website, you can like um, start an email chain to literally every single one of them mm. pretty much demanding that she gets her tenure or whatever. Mm. Um, but she doesn't start the job <clears throat> until July 1st. Okay. Um, but they're, they're trying to keep the heat on these motherfuckers. That's so interesting. Like, how do you play? Well, outside of how you're doing it now, but like, let's say that didn't work. Like, how do you play this situation? Because it's like, if you leave, that's what they want anyway. They want you to leave. Exactly. They don't want you there. But if you stay, you're not getting your tenure, tenure and they're going to find a way to get you out of there anyway. Exactly. Like, how do you play it, yo? Like, yeah. Right. I think she's really already, she's got to be prepping herself for the bullshit. bullshit. She's mm-hmm. already prepping it. Like, they're not giving me tenure. I got this five-year contract. They're going to try to get me out of here probably by year two, if not, mm-hmm. like, months. I would just make sure, I would go in there and just double down. Super. Right. Let me show y'all a real slave. I actually got a fucking... This is a real tape of slavery right here. How you get the tape, my nigga? How you get the tape? Yeah. Fucking got a DeLorean. I, I really went back in you time. Stupid. Just make them get you up out of there, but then. Yeah. But say. Honestly, that's how you. That's how you. That's the only way you can leave feeling like you did what you were supposed to do. Yeah. Like, Y'all niggas came to me. Exactly. Y'all came to me. Exactly. Like, she, yeah, well, I don't know if she applied, but like, she was also courted. Like, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. She was courted for this position. That's what pisses me off, too. These like institutions being so scary when it comes to like making decisions for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, it was offered to her. They wanted her to do this, but now it's like, oh, kind of like money's involved. We may not be able to get those extra extra soccer balls because I don't even think, oh, they have a football team, right? Yeah, okay. they definitely have a football team. Okay, yeah. Because okay. I was going to say, like, yeah. It's chapter. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember. I don't remember these PWIs. I'd just be like, yeah, they all got soccer teams. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe fucking live. They, they got soccer teams. Team. <laughs> But even still, it's just like, wow, that's some real bullshit. Like, come on to the HBCUs. We, you know, what I'm saying, one of the HBCUs need to grab her up. We are, we don't, we're not the ones that need any more educating, though. Like, I feel like, well, we need educating always, but I feel like we just get that experience and that learning. One half of us that went to the school fucking have learned about it through the life experiences of people before them. Like, we're no strangers to learning about being the descendants of like enslaved folk and like the tragedies of it. And we've already got, I think it like, it's good Like these white people, these PWIs, especially at a school like Chapel Hill, that is where privilege resides. Like these people's heads can be so far up their asses at that school sometimes it is astonishing. They're the ones that really need the fucking reality check to knock them down a couple of notches. And then by a black woman, I'm for it. Uh, at HBCU, of course, we would take it with a lover it would be it would be it would be the easy route. That would be the easy route. To go and teach about enslavement at a historically black college or university where like the whole curriculum the whole environment of the school is about blackness. That's that's a lot of HBCUs honestly like they'll have like um like African American studies and like all that kind of shit. But like 
it's not necessarily a requirement. Yeah. So like a lot of kids don't even take that shit. Yeah, I mean, I didn't take it, but I you feel like I still- I did, but so that's what I'm saying. So like you didn't, but like you saying like, we already know, you don't know in depth though. I mean, I've taken African-American studies, but like freshman year, we still had like required history courses and whatever type of shit. And like, we learned about it there. So it may not have been like African-American studies, but whatever history course I took at this HBCU, it was focused around blackness because I'm at a black ass school. This is what I came here for. Instead of always having to be, I'm only come, I have to come to learn about black being, being educated about blackness. No, it's like now it needs to be like forced in their faces. I think it's really good. That she's somewhere like this. Take her there, take her to Duke, take her to UNCC. HBCUs will take her, but we're not the ones that really need her in that type of capacity. We need her in the fact that she started the 1619 Project and now it's like, thank you for that. You have branched, you have given us a tool to be able to educate ourselves and others, but you know, those people need to be fronted with it more than us. That's just my feelings about it. I'm trying to find out like exactly what she's gonna be doing there. Like I don't know if she's gonna be like serving like as like a dean or if she actually it's like it says professor of the practice, but like what does that mean? Like is she gonna be like a normal professor as well? I don't know. Right or like the head of the department or right. something, department head. That's all I wanna know. Oh, yeah, I don't know what a fucking professor of the practice is. Right, I don't know what that is. And I, but I know it's like she's in charge of a particular journalism school there because they have two separate ones. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to be fucking with like the graduate students. Okay. Um, then it's the graduate students. Like, damn, she's yeah. not even coming and quote unquote poisoning the minds of like your 17, 18 year old. These are mm-hmm. grown ass people. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. And then, like, the technicality that, like, they they used uh, for her not getting tenure is that she doesn't come from, like, an academic background. <laughs> so it's like, ooh, you dirty motherfuckers. Right. I mean, at this point, though, like, this is my thing. So at this point, like, you having all these reasons why I don't qualify for X, Y, and Z. Why the fuck you offer me the position? Exactly. <laughs> It's a dirty game, bro. Once somebody says I'm not, I, I, I might not pay you. Like you, you start doing what they want you to do, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit's scary, man. Mm-hmm. Like shout out to her. I hope these five years. It's gonna be a tough five years for mm-hmm. her, but I want her to make it through. I want her to get another contract and get the tenure that she deserves and be settled. Like, yeah. no, fuck that. She need to get the tenure day one, nigga. Really? Yeah, she needs a tenure now, immediately. Yeah, day one. That's what they put on the offer letter. That's what they offer her, bro. Fuck it. Give it to her day one. But I just want her to stick through it and not do exactly what they want, which is for her to run out, get run out, ran out. Because if she's the first Black woman in this position, she know the weight that she's got on her shoulders. She's got to do it. She's got to rock this shit out. She done started this whole 1690 thing. She's paving the way for another young Black woman to Get that position in probably you know 20 30 years it won't be immediate because mm-hmm. you know racism mm-hmm. but uh, she she got to do it she has to and i'm really yeah. glad that she's got co-workers that are rooting around her because that shit would yeah. suck that shit was super suck that shit yeah. oh that shit was suck. you said students are involved too mm-hmm. oh bad. okay yeah. yeah that means something because they don't want to pay right right you know what I'm saying? 
And I can imagine that split too. Boosters need to get involved. That's, that's, fucking, you know that's, what really, that's really what needs to happen. Because yeah. like it's it's the fucking urban leagues, the NAACP uh, from three different counties, the Black Caucus, like those type of people are like out there like heavy. Mm-hmm. But like what they really need is people to actually donate to the money. school. Yep. You exactly. know what I mean? To to really get behind that shit. Because that's clearly what they listening to. Right. You Somebody that I has mean? a name on a building. Right. Speak up. Right. <laughs> that's what they listening to. That's what they look for. Like, holy shit. This motherfucker gave us half a meal last year. Exactly. That's that's her tenure, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's a dirty game, man. These white folks, they're going to do what they want to do, man. Right. They're going to do what they want to do, man. Well, speaking of college <laughs> and colleges, I'm going to take us into Living While Black. We're going to wrap it up. You're going to go see this one? Living While Black. Uh, right? What is it? God's plan. plan. <laughs> 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 that might be the should be the Living While Black song for this album. Oh, man. So, <laughs> if anybody hasn't seen the God's Plan video, it is a tearjerker in my eyes. Like, definitely. Yes. Damn sure cry. Drake is out here. Drake is out here just giving (laughs) money to folk that, and like money, unfortunately, is fucking essential and hard to get with. And like, you just got Drake walking up, handing you a check for a scholarship Mm. for fucking $50,000. Yeah. I'm I'm crying for homegirl. So her name was Destiny Paris James, and she was one of the few people that Drake just like was giving money to in this movie or this movie, this music video. And she has finally, not finally, but she graduated from college this year. She got that money in 2018. So what? That's the four years she did it. Just like how it's supposed to be done, right? Well, she had like the audience little sound, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Seriously. So she's 23 years old. She's made sure to post her graduation photos. She went to the University of Miami to get a degree in public health. So she was struggling financially and her father was like sick. He had stage four lung cancer. He passed away shortly after that. So, I mean, I can't even imagine the shit that this girl was going through. Mm. Like she's studying, she's working part-time jobs, she's got emotional turmoil. And then here comes Drake, just like, hello, here's $50,000 for your education. That's dope. Like, it's insane. And it's all because I never knew how he like picked out the people for the video. I don't know. Cause I was like waiting on like, where's Drake popping up for me? But <laughs> he I mean, apparently read about her. Her story had been out there. He was really mm-hmm. touched by it. And here she go. She's there. That nigga Drake should pull up to the uh, celebration cookout. Say that, though. He should pull up. And I, and I wish y'all would dance the electric slide. <laughs> right. No. Let me show you how to do it. It goes right and flip up. Let's go! Let's go! Basically, what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, her graduation party would be the fucking shit. Yeah. So shout out to her. I just really thought that was awesome that we're kind of seeing. Like, I mean, you saw the video, and you see a lot of shit happen in videos, and it's like, okay, well, that was that. We hear about celebrities doing things, but then we never, we never hear what happened afterwards. Like, oh, they donated X amount. Yeah. It's just like dope, but we don't know 
Right. But what the fuck happened with it? Exactly. So it's nice to see, like, look, I know I can't imagine how Drake is feeling. He gotta feel good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's like seeing the fruits of like your not your labor, but like seeing like your charity actually flourish and like you see it yeah. the outcome of it. Yeah, know, that's absolutely. Now, that is our living wild black. So shout out to the class of 2021. Y'all are having graduation, so she mm-hmm. at least probably outside really graduating and it's not some fucking virtual ass shit like yeah. last year was. That shit was wild. Mm-hmm. So and shout out to them. Shout out to all those people graduating and for us anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.